Hello, Governor. Governor, how are you? Um, I'm doing. I'm doing well on this fine day. Um, my dear nephew, oh. Prince Harry. He had a baby. He had a baby. Oh my god! With the Duchess of York, Meghan Markle, that lovely, splendid girl, <laughs> and they named my name? great nephew Archie. Is it Archie? Archie, yeah. Oh, that's kind of cute. Honestly, I stan <gasps> Meghan Markle. I love her. I did not care about the royals at all until until she Meghan in. Markle showed up. Fan. I stan. I love her. I love her. And my boss the other day, like, he's like obsessed with the royal family, and he doesn't like her. And I'm like, why? He doesn't like he doesn't Meghan like Markle. Her. I have no idea why. And he's well, like, her legs are too scrawny. I'm like, what? what? I'm like, what does her? I was just, I just walked away. I was like, I well, just can't I don't do like your you. boss now, right? I was like, what do you mean her legs are too scrawny? What does that have to do with anything? She's freaking awesome. He's a well, Welcome to Set Apart today. <laughs> welcome back, guys. Oh, we're recording. <laughs> yeah, we're recording. <laughs> Hi. <Hello. laughs> welcome back to Set Apart today with Deja and Carissa. <laughs> yes. Amazing. Amazing. Megan Honestly, I love her. Love her. Big, big fan. Big, big fan of Meghan Markle. Super fan. Super fan. Um, do you have a song for the week, Deja? <laughs> oh my god, I actually do. Yes. If I could just find it. I've got I, one, too, to share. I actually have so many, but I think I'm going to choose this one. It's by Forever Jones. It's a family, and they're awesome. It's called Adoration. Forever Jones? Forever Jones. Their music is very, very good. Okay. It's so good. Their whole album is good, but like that's my song right now. I gotta check them out. They're really good. I've never heard of them. I was I on this I think this came out a while ago. But it's the album with Lecrae and Zaytoven. Ooh. Have you listened? Is that the Let the Trap Say Amen? Yes. Yep. I definitely Such heard a it. good album. I died at the title. Like <laughs> But actually so good. Anyways, um Can't Block It and preach are really good but just that whole album was really good to work out too i remember too. i listened to it for the first time um a couple months ago and i was like it was my gym album for a little yes bit. it's so good but the trap say amen 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 yes um it's our topic for this week dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I don't really have the exact title thinking for it. Thinking outside the box? Thinking outside the box, yeah. Mm-hmm. Why not? I didn't, I mean... This is the box? This is us thinking. Over there. <laughs> hey. We are not What's a box? Don't box. know it. Don't know it. Who's she? Who, Who box? is she? <laughs> Who is she? All square and cardboard. Meanwhile, I'm over here. We like them curvy. Cute, colorful, curvy. <laughs> yes. Work it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're too much. Um, our prophetess at our church mm-hmm. has a great book title. You don't have to think outside of the box because there is no box. Boom. Boom. Done. Like- Podcast done. Podcast done. <laughs> Get you next week. See ya. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> but, um, I mean, to expand a bit more, um... I wanted to talk about, or we wanted to talk about, um, just the whole idea of thinking outside the box mm-hmm. and where that can get you. What does that mean? Do we do it enough? 
Probably not. Probably not. Um, I want to start off with a cool quote, actually. We love a good quote. Love a good, cool quote. Um, so for anyone who knows, there's this classical song that's called Claire de Lune, um, which means moonlight in French. Oh my God. Yes. moon related. I'm interested. Right? <laughs> so, um, the composer is Claude and okay, it's spelled Debussy, like D-E-Bussy. But I have a strong feeling. It's not pronounced. That's like not that. how you say it. Probably Debussy or whatever. Debussy is an accent. Anyways, Claire de Lune is like a really famous classical song. For those who don't know, there's this quote from Encyclopedia Britannica. Okay, not just Wikipedia, <laughs> where it says um, his music was a turning point from the Romantic music that had dominated the 20th century to the music of the 20th century. When asked what rule he followed. He scandalized his harmony teachers by answering, my pleasure. Moment of silence for that fire quote. Because I, I love like, it so much. That is just so fire. Because I love it. if you listen to that song, Claire de Lune, like, the way it, it, like, it goes, it's, like, unlike any song, like, you've ever heard. Like, it literally sounds like someone just made it to, like, the pleasure of their ears. What I'm sure, like, back then when it came to like classical pianists and orchestra people and composers and whatever, it was literally all about rules. Yeah. Thinking inside the box. Yeah. Follow the rules, follow the harmony, follow the skills, follow this, this, that. But the people that make history, there's no box. There's no box. Mm-mm. Not even the sky's the limit. There is no limit. There's no limit. No cap. Is that what no cap means? No cap. No, but no cap means like I learned this the other day. This is worse. This is this is so bad. Um, this is so bad. No cap means like I'm not lying. Like no cap. So like no lie. Yeah, like no lie. See, I'm, but I feel like no cap would be good for like no limits because we could change like, it up. Okay, because like because it's saying like there's no like cap like on the bottle like I'm no gonna win limits. an Emmy. No cap. No cap. But I like, mean, it kind of works. It kind of works. I guess I kind of like that no cap better though. Okay, so I'm just smarter than everyone else. So I think we're just okay. gonna, I'm just gonna we're just gonna change it. So what okay. gotta work? I'm. What's like a no limit thing? So. Like I'm gonna be rich. No cap. No cap. But okay, what it's is, the same I'm thing. If it means what? Now I'm thinking if it means that, but it doesn't. But it can. Because I think that it's supposed to mean like no lie or like true say or whatever. Whatever people True say. say. I haven't heard that in a long time. <laughs> That's how out of touch I am with what's popping in lingo right now, okay? Anyways. No I, what I like doing when I'm bored mm. is, like, just reading about or, like, researching interesting people that have, like, made history, mm-hmm. right? And it's, like, when you look back at these people, like, pretty much all of them, it's not necessarily they were rich, but, like, the people that made history, all of them, like, thought way outside of the box mm-hmm. of their time. Like, they went totally against the culture of their time. Most specifically, the go Jesus. <laughs> like, <laughs> go Jesus. <laughs> but, like, no, seriously, like, okay, like, Jesus, um, Gandhi, like Nelson Mandela or like whatever, like all these people, they like totally went against like the grain and the culture of their Mm -hmm. time, which is like, 
Big deal. Yeah. So I kind of feel like this is like my observation. I don't know how true it is, but mm-hmm. like we're very like obsessed in today's today's day and age. <laughs> I say as an old man with like <laughs> being successful. Mm-hmm. But like are we willing to, like, really step outside the box and be, like, different and bold and Ooh, daring child. than everyone else in the culture to be successful? Like, even, I feel like a lot of people now that are saying, like, being different or whatever are kind of maybe going along the same path as us being, like, um, like motivators or, mm-hmm. like, um, like, speakers in that sense or what are positive influences, influencers or whatever. But, like, technically, like, even doing that, it's saying, like, right now. it's it's the norm to be, like, oh, I'm different because I'm spreading positivity and whatever. But, like, a lot of people are actually doing it still, like. I feel like people, like, literally, you're right. Mm-hmm. We are obsessed with being successful. And I think that's where it goes back to when everybody says, like, when it comes to stardom or whatever, it's one in a million. Mm. It's, we all have the capability to be that start, but it all comes down to a mindset of, being okay with being different because there's going to be times when everybody's you know at this party but you can't go because you need to i don't know study lines or you need to finish writing that book Mm. so nobody just wants nobody wants to put the work in you just kind of want to be do what the crowd's doing you know like what you said everybody's a motivational speaker or a trainer or like an influencer on instagram Mm -hmm. which it's not really different you're saying that you're different but everybody's doing it so are you (laughs) okay we're reading everyone today As we do. We're reading ourselves, too. Don't worry. We we're included as in we're, this. As we say this on a podcast. As we say on a podcast that we called Set Apart today, okay? Don't worry. No, we're reading it. ourselves, we're reading ourselves. Here. We Don't worry. We, as much as we read others, we always read ourselves. Yes. Totally. <laughs> keep it fair. <laughs> but it's true. Like, we all... We all want to be different, but we all... We all want to be different together. Like, what's up with that? <laughs> <laughs> we all... We don't want to be lonely. Yeah, pretty much. But, you know. But that, that thing you said, like, will you do what it takes to, like, to get what you want is really interesting. Like, you know who Lily Singh is? Lily like, Singh, Superwoman? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So for those who don't know, um, I'm sure most people know, She's whatever. Toronto, she was right? from Scarborough or Brampton, mm-hmm. I think. But um, she had this big YouTube channel called, like, Superwoman. Her name is Lily Singh. She's an Indian girl. And she, like, blew up, like, mm-hmm. totally. And I, like, I actually bought her book, like, when it came out because it's actually a really pretty book. It's kind of why I bought it. <laughs> but if you flip Don't through it, it's, by like, its cover. It's beautiful, like, the graphics and stuff. But, mm-hmm. like, um, she talks about, like, what it took and whatever. And the reason, part of the reason why she blew up is because she signed a deal with YouTube. Like, she became one of their, like, I don't know what the word is, like, ambassador or something. Mm-hmm. So they put her, like, on streetcars and billboards and whatever to promote YouTube itself, right? Mm, awesome. But, um, anyways, she made the book before... I'm pretty sure anywhere before she signed the deal to be the first late night um, person of color woman talk show host on NBC. Awesome. Which is like so sick to me, number one, because of all that stuff. But plus, like she's Canadian. First Canadian to do it too. Like she's like literally first like in like five times over for this. And it's like so sick. But like on top of that, like she has her own production company, Mm -hmm. like her own this, her own that, this girl's cake in. And she had this chapter in her book about um, the fear of missing out. So like FOMO, right? Mm-hmm. And she was, and it was basically like, don't be afraid of FOMO because she was saying there were so many times 
because she's like hustled like super hard oh, to yes. get where she is. Oh, like yes. the girl works. So she's basically talking about how she missed out on so many things because she was working. Yeah. And it's literally like, it's pretty cliche, but it's like, you actually really have to put in that work if you, you want to get what to. you want. Like, it's not just going to come because people like you. Yeah. And people, you're going to lose friends. You're going to make people upset because you can't, you know, go to certain things. But mm-hmm. you have to look, are you trying to build this empire or mm-hmm. you trying to build this apartment? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I mean... You know what I mean? Me personally, Dang, okay. I'm trying to have the empire. You know yeah. what I mean? It's true. You Some people want an apartment, though. That's I mean, that's totally thing. fine. Yeah. But if you can't say that you want an empire and you're not putting empire work, it doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. You have to think outside the box. Yeah. You have to be able to... Like she said, you're going to miss things. Yeah right now but if you look at the bigger picture you're gonna be kicking yeah living your life kicked up in saint bart's <laughs> okay <laughs> okay <laughs> i think a lot of i think the main issue with a lot of people too is like why everyone wants to be successful but they're not becoming successful is because when you look at the people that actually were successful it happened because or what it seems like was because they were trying to solve a problem or just create something that they wanted to create. Mm-hmm, they weren't trying true. to become quote unquote successful. It's true. And they, they thought outside the box, even maybe they didn't even realize that they were. I think a lot of them too. I started to cut you off. I think, I, a, no, <laughs> I think a lot of them too, um, instead of waiting for opportunities, they were creating their own opportunities. And that's something that a lot of us don't do. And we can, because we all have something in us. Yes. And we kind of just wait around, like, cause even I've been guilty of that. And lately I've been kind of kicking myself in the bum saying, you have these things in you. You need to just make the, your own opportunity. Because if you wait around, you could be waiting around forever. Whereas you could just create your opportunities like some of these people do. Mm-hmm. Most of them do. Anybody who's really really successful and they have their own empire they have this they have that it's because they were like you know what instead of waiting around i'm a i'm a make it i'm so happy you said this because it's literally what i was about to say next Woo! Like, look at us like look at god but like i was gonna share this story of like literally that goes exactly with what you're saying um there's this woman she's an african-american woman um she passed away she was born in like 1922 her name mm-hmm. was marie van Britten brown mm-hmm. I knew nothing about her until today, but I'm sure maybe a lot of Americans have heard about her. But basically, um, I'm going to read an excerpt from Wikipedia University. (laughs) Wikipedia University. Okay. But it pretty much has to do with exactly what you're saying. Wow. Inspired by how long it would take the police to arrive in her neighborhood, Brown invented the first form of a home security system. Jeez. Her work hours were not the standard nine to five, and the crime rate in Queens, New York City neighborhood was very high. Wondering who was on the other side of her door was always something Brown regretted doing. Brown's system had a set of three peepholes. At the opposite side of the door, a camera was attached with the ability to slide up and down to allow the person to see through each peephole. Also, a resident could unlatch the door by a remote control. The system included a device that enabled a homeowner to use a television set to view the person at the door and hear the caller's voice. She's smart, smart. Yeah. So, but literally like, like the modern day, like security system. Yeah. But this was like in the sixties, I believe. The home security system that she and her husband invented allowed the monitor to be in a different room. And all of this was possible via a radio controlled 
wireless system. If the person viewing the image on the monitor did not feel safe, they could press a button that would send an alarm to police or security. She and her husband cited other inventors in this patent, blah, blah, blah. Over 50 years later, her invention is being used by small businesses and living facilities. Jeez. Yeah. So it goes on to say that, like, even though this was invented for domestic use, like, a bunch of businesses obviously adapted yeah, it. Yeah, like, literally. We know what it's like today. Like, this That's system is, like, pretty much everywhere, everywhere. right? And it was created by an Af- African-American woman in the 60s. Yeah, I think it was the 60s. But I just thought it was so cool because it's, like, literally exactly what you said. Like, she was like, okay, I have a problem. The police... Take too, way too long. Way too long, bro. <laughs> like, I can't handle this. Like, she probably has kids. She's like, I'm not dealing with this. Like, I'm not trying to answer my door because mm-hmm. someone's on the other side and I'm not going to like them. Mm-hmm. And the police aren't coming to me. So what I'm going to do instead That's so is dope. create a camera from the other room that I can just look and say, mm, nope, beep. That's so fire. I love it. Make your own opportunities. She literally was like, she hated what she was seeing and she made something new. And I just... That's, I just love that you shared that because... Look at Jesus. My like, goodness. Like, isn't that amazing? That's crazy. But that's literally, like, that's what it is. And everybody has something that they love and hate. Mm-hmm. Use that and cultivate it and think of the next idea. Think of your next opportunity. Mm-hmm. That's... we. It's so crazy how much we all just sleep on ourselves and sleep on our ability to make opportunities mm-hmm. for ourselves and eventually make empires literally like Jeez. and you know what it doesn't even have to be like like that i feel like is like something that's exploded right obviously but there's stuff that like if you watch like shark tank or like dragon's den Ooh, I love that my show. jaw just drops i'm like why didn't i think of that literally like <laughs> yeah are you kidding yeah. like there was this okay this one thing on um shark tank that i loved it was basically a toy that was for girls Mm -hmm. and it was like a building set or whatever and i forget the name it was something engineer but it was basically for like little girls to like explore being engineers but it was like done in like a cute kind of like girly Mm -hmm. way right there's like girls playing with it on the box and like you know there's like pink and purple and yellow Mm -hmm. and whatever right not that that matters but like I guess there wasn't really any, like, engineer kind of toys marketed Mm -hmm. towards girls. Anyways, like, Mark Cuban, like, invested in them. And they're making big money, obviously. But I'm just, like, I'm just thinking. It's, like, someone at home was, like, I want to make an engineering kit for girls. And they just did it. Literally. They just went and they did it. Like. (laughs) And it goes back to what we were talking about um, on our um, self-discipline Mm-hmm. Or a discipline and self-control um, episode when it's like when I was saying that sometimes we want to do something and then we let the spark die by, you know, we get like, I want to go to the gym. And then it's like, oh, no, I don't really want to go in the gym anymore. Mm-hmm. Same thing with ideas. Like, we'll get ideas and instead of running with it, we'll just let it die. Yeah. We just have to, like, when you get the idea, just write it down and just move with it. Yeah. Because you could be making Flush cakes it out. like those ladies. I'm sa- like, what are we doing? I'm just trying to understand. Like, I'm I'm feeling convicted I'm while we're... <laughs> yes. While we're recording this. <laughs> my God. Jesus is knocking on your forehead right now. Literally, he's <laughs> like, girl. <laughs> Hello. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. We had to think outside the box. Do you have any time that you feel like you've thought outside the box? I mean, it goes back actually an acting world okay <laughs> when 
to book auditions, you're literally told to think outside the box because everybody gets the same script. Mm-hmm. Literally every actor, they're seeing hundreds of actors, whatever, for this role. So in order to get the role, you're going to have to think outside the box. You're going to have to think like, okay, they're going to see, let's say, 230 people today. What am I going to do different to make myself stand out? Because everybody more or less is going to um, say the scene the same basic way. So you kind of have to think outside the box and maybe change it up. Maybe I'll add an accent to it or maybe mm. um, you'll do this. Like you kind of have to switch it up. And literally that's how you land roles in acting world is literally thinking outside the box. So any audition I had, I pretty much had to do that if I wanted to get the role. Ah, interesting. Because it's literally Do you remember any way. specific time you did that? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> actually, sure. And I actually got a trouble. Oh, really? <laughs> from the guy that I was dating at the time. Um, so it was an audition. And basically me and the guy that I was my audition partner, we were like a young, newly engaged couple. And we were at our parents' house for um, Christmas. So it was a silent on camera commercial. Mm-hmm. So we had to act like, oh, it's Christmas morning and our niece and nephew are opening their gifts or whatever. And so I thought, okay... I doubt a lot of people are going to kiss their scene partner because they just met. Yeah. But I'm trying to get this role. And so, you know, we're a newly engaged couple or whatever. So during the scene, like, I planted one on them. (laughs) And the producers loved it. They were like, oh, my God, that's so good. Like, we were surprised that no one's done that yet today. And I'm like, ha, because my acting coach (laughs) told me you got to think outside the box. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And the guy I dated at the time was not too happy. But I'm like, dude, it's my job. Did you get the role? I didn't get the role. (laughs) But but they were happy. But they loved me. They loved me. And I actually had an audition with... um, one of the casting directors another time and he was they remembered me they're like oh i remember like you auditioned for me one time and he's like you kissed the guy and i was like yeah. <laughs> like hello that was me. me so i didn't get the job but they did remember me so because you thought outside i thought outside the box the box sometimes and the guy was cute oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> that you know that was a plus <laughs> nice little sprinkle sprinkle because <laughs> sometimes i mean <laughs> I'm not encouraging people to cheat on their men. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say sometimes, I was working, but no, I was gonna say sometimes when you think outside the box, like it will piss people off. It will, yeah. Like Exhibit A, my guy that was dating time was not too happy. Yeah, I mean, you could have like warned him. I didn't know I was going to because it was a silent on camera commercial, so you don't you don't get a script, right? You just go in and then oh, they're and like, they tell you yeah, they tell doing. you this is what you're gonna do. So I'm literally saying they're like, bro, I pff, I got bills to pay, like I'm trying to get this role. Yeah. <laughs> I mean and it wasn't like a make out it was just literally just a peck so I was just like bro calm down <laughs> what can you say <laughs> what's it meant to be <laughs> I guess not but I had another story to share mm-hmm. another excerpt from Wikipedia University I love Wikipedia University Um, so this is another person that I just learned about today so some backstory there is um, a club in the U.S. It's called the Sierra Club. Mm-hmm. And I'm still kind of confused what it is. But from what I understand, it's like a prestigious, like, um, environmental club. So there was this guy. His name was Adam Warbach. Warbach. Um, he was the youngest president of this club at the age of 23. So, which is like a big deal, right? But this environmentalist club, like... It seems like they have a lot to do with, like, politics and stuff. Mm-hmm. So they, they talk with presidents and stuff, and they say, like, this is what's going on in the environment. This is what needs to change, blah, 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 right? It's a big deal, right? Um, so this guy, Adam, was the youngest president, right? And he was, like, known to talk out against, like, Walmart because he was saying Walmart is, like, not sustainable. He mm-hmm. said they're a new breed of toxin um, wreaking havoc on American towns. Um, 
literally because of like how unsustainable they were when it came to like the environment so like plastic or like waste or this Mm -hmm. this that or whatever right um so after some time it says realizing however that he could be more effective in changing the system from the inside out he went to go work for walmart amazing and he helped Walmart roll out the Personal Sustainability Project, which is called the PSP, for the company's 1.3 million employees. Today, over 40% of Walmart employees are committed to the Personal Sustainability Project and have changed their behaviors and lifestyle to embrace sustainable practices. So he went in basically, so I guess Personal Sustainability Project is like teaching each employee about mm-hmm. how they could live a more sustainable life mm-hmm. to help the environment or whatever. But um, basically, when I, like, read more more on and whatever, people, like, really, really hated this move. Especially because oh, wow. at first he talked out against Walmart. And they said, the move was seen as hypocritical since Adam had previously criticized Walmart's labor conditions, calling it a new breed of toxins that could wreak havoc on a town. And claimed he had set foot in a Walmart store exactly once in his entire lifetime. <laughs> Adam lost friends and clients, received death threats, wow. and stopped see- and stopped speaking in public without special security. Wow. The Sierra Club, which he was the mm-hmm. president of, begged him to reconsider. An activist openly accused Adam of a- abandoning his principles and integrity. So literally everyone peaced. They were like, Yo, that's all crazy. the members of his club, other activists, whatever. Literally everyone was like, forget you death threats bro that's wild I'm death really threats shook. like literally the devil is a liar and i was like <laughs> what but literally like he all he did was like hate on walmart for like years saying like um they're producing so much trash whatever the case mm-hmm. is this this and that and whatever and then he was like hey if i actually go work for walmart and teach them something mm-hmm. i could actually go change something but that pissed off so many, many people. people but he thought outside the box and he made a change walmart had 1.3 employees and there was another quote here at the end of it look by the time he's done he'll have spoken to one percent of the u.s workforce wow i mean one percent is that's a, a is a lot but it's that, like not a, no you know but it's I mean? still a, yeah. that's that's actually pretty big yeah <clears throat> that's crazy so it's like he not only made a change in all these people's lives but like literally directly like on the planet like pretty much like got into the ear oh right clap fan of one how much 1.3 million people or whatever a a mega company like that's crazy you can talk trash about walmart all you want but it's not gonna make walmart go away you can talk trash about child sweatshops all you want but it's not gonna gonna make them go away you know what will make them go away if you get up and do something and do something i mean talking to myself too because (laughs) i like to complain a lot too so these words are for me too that's crazy and that literally goes back to you're literally no matter what you do especially if you're doing something that you're really passionate about even if it's such a good cause like that somebody's gonna have a problem with it yes and you're just gonna have to not care what people think you're gonna have to just not and that's something i learned too this week pride you could be prideful by just like caring what people think you don't have to be like pride isn't necessarily like being only arrogant Mm. It's literally just being self-centered. So you, if you have this calling on your life, like this guy did to, you know, change what Walmart was doing and stuff. And he just was really self-centered by thinking like, oh man, people are going to hate me. I, I got to stop. 
he pushed through that and he was like, you know what? I'm going to put my pride aside and people are going to hate me or not. I'm going to still continue this calling. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't necessarily have to be like, oh, being arrogant and confident. It could be also being really having low self-esteem because that still means you're self-centered because you're thinking like, oh, I don't want to do this because these people are looking at me weird or they're going to hate me. It's, it's <laughs> That is like a, a, like a... Yeah, I literally was watching a sermon and he literally broke down like humility and pride or whatever and I was like, whoa. My mind is kind like, of blown right I've now. I've been like i've had pride with that with things that i didn't even know that because i wasn't looking at pride i was looking at pride like oh somebody who's arrogant whatever yeah. But pride is literally just being self-observed self-absorbed that's a revelation right there i was like Whoa. you can be what were the words you can be you can have low self-esteem and still be self-centered yeah that is like like you you're you messing with my mind right I know. now i literally like i broke it down and i was like whoa like so you thinking like if you're, you know, God's told called you to do something and you're thinking you're unqualified, that's you having pride because you're being self-centered. He doesn't care that you don't think you're qualified. He told you to do it. Get up and do it. Humble yourself. <laughs> okay. I was like, okay. Woo. <laughs> Chile, it's yeah. hot in here. <laughs> I was like, I've never looked at pride that way ever in my life. Mm. I was like, that's crazy. I'm like still trying to wrap my head around like, if you have low self-esteem, I'm like, so, I'm like <laughs> I, I know exactly, I understand it, but I just like, I can't believe I've never I, thought I of it literally, that way I was before. like, I literally paused it and I was like, how have I never thought of this this way? And I was like, oh my God, like, look at areas where I've had pride and I'm thinking I didn't, I'm thinking I'm humble because you know, you're quiet, whatever. Humble doesn't mean being quiet and timid. timid. Humble knows is just knowing who you are. Mm. Like somebody giving you a compliment and you saying thank you. That's that's still being humble. That's not being arrogant or whatever. You don't have to be like, oh my God, no. Yeah, yeah. like that's actually, that's actually, honestly kind of showing pride because it's, you're just, no, I guess that's not really showing pride actually, never mind. But you know what I'm saying. Yes, <laughs> I know what you're saying. It's crazy. Like I got a whole new view of like humility and pride and all that stuff and I was like, whoa. Mm. Wow. I need to think on that for, like, days. I'm going to send you this. That is heavy. Wow. He sends it to me. I was like, whoa. That is, like... It was eye-opening. Yeah. That sounds eye-opening. I'm, like, I'm receiving every compliment I've ever gotten now. And then he's an example of, like, um, let's say you finish preaching a word, and you go... Someone's like, oh, Chris, that was a great word. Like, I was really blessed by it. You go, oh, like, that was God, whatever, kind of shove it off. He's like, no, that's actually... That's not humility. Humility is saying, thank you. Praise God. I'm so glad you were blessed. Mm. Because it's, humility is knowing God's, is having, what is it? It's God's opinion of you overriding yourself. So whether you think below God's opinion of yourself or higher, that's you being self-absorbed. Because who cares what you think? It's what God thinks. Mm. I was like, whoa. Dang. (laughs) 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 Woo, okay. (laughs) I need some water. I know. Crazy. And I think that too, actually, like when you, when you're truly humble, it actually kind of makes you think outside the box because the way God looks at us is like, we're popping, like we're his children. We're like, you know, Mm -hmm. and if we think that way, we will think outside the box because a lot of times what keeps us thinking inside the box is our opinion of ourselves. Yes. And our opinions of situation. And we're little humans. Like, what do we know? It's when you think of like the higher powers opinion of you that's when you think outside the box that's when you're not worried about like oh man this day kind of sucks it's like you know this day was kind of bad but i'm expecting tomorrow to be better mm-hmm. 
I feel like it gives you like um just a broader view Mm -hmm. because when you're thinking about yourself like you're literally in your own head and like in your own world whereas like if you kind of like look above you're just like okay there's something bigger going on Mm -hmm. there's things going on that like I don't know like and I don't know I kind of just I feel like when for example like if I get like absorbed in like Let's say I'm just having a bad day and I'm just like, my life sucks and like whatever, just crying to myself. Like (laughs) I've cramped, like whatever it might be, like just feeling sorry for myself or maybe like feeling anxious or stressed or whatever. You're making like your, yourself and your problems seem like bigger than they are in a sense. Oh yeah. Where for me, like those moments where I humble myself is when what kind of when I watch those videos where it shows you like the universe and it keeps expanding yeah. out and, and out like, and out. Oh, I and can't I'm even like, see me anymore. Woo! I am not even a speckle mm-hmm. of dust. Mm-hmm. Like, I okay, I learned this from my grade eleven biology teacher. If you take an orange mm-hmm. and you like breathe on it, like you put like your hot steamy breath on the <laughs> orange, okay, and there's that like layer of like condensation mm-hmm. that is comparable to like. The layer of like life on earth versus like the actual like planet oh my god yeah and we think that we're like so big and so important no we really aren't yeah it's so crazy it's so crazy let me still lie down i know i just feel like so convicted of this episode <laughs> yes <laughs> i gotta go I gotta do, do better something. tomorrow like yeah. oh my god it's so crazy though we just i don't know it's like why don't we think out the box more? Like what? Like what I is think, it? That you keeps know what us? I was gonna say. Like, I think our problem is not really thinking outside the box. I think it's having the courage to actually step outside of the box. Ooh, that's so true. That's so true. Because I'm like, I can think of any situation. Like, <clears throat> that's so true. I don't know. Like last week we were talking about like giving to homeless people, right? Mm-hmm. Like. It's pretty easy to think outside the box, be like, okay, well, everyone is just walking past them. Why don't I go talk to them and invite them over to my house for dinner? And then Mm. they can sleep in my basement or like whatever, right? Like not to say like that you should do that, but like that would be very thinking outside the box Mm -hmm. for what everyone is doing, right? But do you have the courage and the Mm. will to actually go and do that? That's so true. Because we, that's so true. Like we do think outside the box daily, probably Mm -hmm. by the second it's just the execution. Mm-hmm. That's very poor. It's it's the it's the fear some of us have, you know? Mm-hmm. We just have to stop letting fear kind of ruin your life. Or the second guessing, the doubting, the all that stuff that is that we tell ourselves that like, oh, you know, like the what ifs. That's what it is. It's the yeah. what ifs. Like what if it doesn't work out? Like what if it does work out? Yeah. Ooh. There's a great quote. I have I'm just I got quotes coming on I my butt today. It. <laughs> By Henry Ford, I think. This one, like, rocked my life, okay? It's, it goes, um, oh, man, I don't want to misquote it. I don't want to misquote it. I almost messed it up. Okay, Deja, make a short commercial break while I find this quote. Well, um, what can we talk about, guys? Um, you know, it's, it's a Wednesday night. (laughs) I'm that was a very kidding. poor commercial you're supposed to advertise something i'm okay. sorry you put me on the spot i was okay. stressed you could have advertised anything you could have said listen to our podcast every friday but no she just talked about 
nothing okay <laughs> i wasn't ready i found the quote okay beautiful back to chris in the newsroom <laughs> okay thanks <laughs> well it's by henry ford he says whether you think you can or you think you can't you're right mm-hmm. oh my god say that again that's <laughs> okay. fire whether you think you can or you think you can't wow <laughs> whether you think you can or you think you can't you're right I actually love that. Yeah. And I wish I heard that earlier in my life. Yeah. Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. That's so good. Yeah. That's really good. And it's completely true. I love, I love a good quote. That is wall worthy. Yes. That is wall worthy. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We just got to just like jump off the ledge. Yeah. Because you have you heard Little that? parachute. That, Yes. <laughs> Have you heard that phrase? It's like, we all have the same 24 hours in a day or whatever. Yeah, same 24 hours as Beyonce. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm sure we've thought to ourselves, like, okay, like, thinking outside the box is like, okay, I have this business plan or, like, whatever it is. Oh, my God. What if I had the chance to work on it, like, 10 hours a day hmm. or whatever, right? Like, but then let's say that party comes and you think to yourself, oh, but, like, what if I worked on this business plan instead of going to the party? Hmm. Like... You technically could. Nobody's stopping you, but you don't because you kind of want to stay in that box. But Oh, yeah. but all my friends are going to the party, so I want to be there. Screw your friends. Yes. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Achieve your dreams <laughs> and leave those people behind. No, but it's That's true. So like, true. how many times a day do we think, oh, I could have this if I did this, but then we go, we don't go and do that thing. It's because we either don't have the courage or we just don't have the will to do it. We don't want to put in that time or whatever it is that's so true that's so true oh my goodness this episode is just like mind-blowing oh man i kind of find that like thinking (laughs) out thinking outside of the box or thinking differently like has a lot of challenges i mean obviously even if you look at like those like political and stuff like that figures like jesus or whatever Mm -hmm. obviously there's challenges like they're all like people tried to kill them Mm -hmm. like literally like so there's those challenges, but even an example of like Marie Brown with like the the home security system and whatever, yeah. like nothing was invented like that before. So I'm sure there was so many challenges that came oh, yeah. in like actually creating the wiring and whatever it was, right? And like a lot of trial and error. So like stay I keep pausing when I'm talking, but like staying inside that box is just easier. Because you don't have to go through all the trial and error. You don't have to go through all the challenges. It's safe that way. But it's like, you can't accomplish your dreams by staying inside the box. You can't. It's just impossible. I feel like getting, you know, your heart's desires and all that stuff requires you to take that leap of faith. And there's going to be challenges. But that's life. Mm -hmm. There's probably going to be challenges if you stay in the box. But at least when you exit the box, you kind of get the life that you've always wanted <laughs> okay <laughs> i mean obviously Damn. it's easier said than done but you know if we you know get a group of friends or a friend that is kind of on the same wavelength as you and kind of help each other keep accountable mm-hmm. you know what i mean leave the dusty friends that want to go to the party when dusty you can be working on, <laughs> when you can be working on the business plan alone because they're not with it <laughs> i was gonna say i was gonna ask like um that that time like when you were 
in that audition, whatever, like, and you had to step outside of the box and have that courage. Like, do you remember anything that you like said to yourself in that moment or anything you did to like, to be like, okay, I'm doing this. Mm -hmm. I'm stepping outside of the box. Well, honestly, well, I was scared because I just met this guy. Yeah. I didn't, I wasn't planning on like kissing him, but it was like during the audition, I literally got the idea like, oh, this is thinking outside the box. So I was scared that he's going to be like, bro, girl, you know what I mean? I mean, hopefully he was a professional. He would, he wouldn't care. I mean, luckily he was like, he went along with it, whatever. So I kind of just told myself that, hey, if you, do you want this role or not? Mm Because if you want this, I mean, I didn't get it anyways, but it's still good came out of it. You know what I mean? I built that relationship with the casting director, but I kind of had to tell myself, do you want it or not? Literally, that's what I told myself seconds before I did it. Mm. and I didn't let the second negative thought come in and kind of, um, what's the word, kind of keep me from doing it. Mm. You kind of just have to go with the spark and run with it right away, and that's what I did. Because I was definitely scared. Like, I just didn't know this guy. I didn't know if he was going to, like, want to slap me after. Yeah. Because you know what I mean? Like, we literally met two seconds before. It was like, hi, my name's so-and-so. My name's so-and-so. Let's go to audition. So I literally just had to tell myself, do you want to or not? So it's literally, like, how bad do you want it? You Literally, yeah. Pretty much. How bad do you want it? Because even, like, those those two examples that I brought up, the the Walmart guy. Mm-hmm. He had it everyone, rough. Everyone hated him, <laughs> He had bro. it rough. Death he wanted threats. it bad. But he wanted it bad. He wanted that company to change bad. And this woman, Marie Brown, nobody was inventing the system for mm-hmm. her. So she was like, do I want a safer home or not? Do you want those dreams accomplished or not? Well, I need to go to sleep because I have been I need to, convicted like, to the a max. Business plan or something. I need to figure out my life because what am I doing? I want to get to the point where it's like not stepping outside the box. That's abnormal for me. Because like, you know, I feel like there's been situations in life where <laughs> I, I have stepped it. out of the box, yeah. but there's still areas I feel like where I'm still kind of safe. Definitely for me, like, more than not, I'll, like, stay in the box. You know what I mean? Because you remember those times mm-hmm. that you step out of the box. I want to remember those times, times when I stayed in the box. When I stayed in the box and be like, oh, why did I stay in the box? Honestly, this episode came at the perfect time. Because, like, the, within the last couple days, and I was even talking to Apostle about this, and he called me, and we were on the same wave. I'm like, oh, my God, you're in my brain. Because I literally, like I said, like, I want to just get to the next phase in my life. And I feel like that requires me to step outside the box. Mm. So I feel like this episode actually gave me a lot of courage to actually do that. This came out the perfect time. Hey, men, me too. <laughs> like, I am literally just like, uh, wow. Okay. We're about to, like, end this and, like, scheme. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to take over the world. We're about to take over, okay? our six listeners and 100 Instagram followers. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay don't worry slowly but surely it's happening okay we are claiming it no but honestly like it's 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 happening believe it receive it achieve it hey oh say that again that was good (laughs) believe Believe it receive it achieve it it. okay (laughs) believe it Receive it. Okay, you made it more Achieve cool. Achieve it. <laughs> okay. Believe it. Ay. Ay. Receive it. Ay. 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 Achieve it. Ay. Ay. Okay, you added a tune That's to fine. it. <laughs> That's, That's fine. way That's better. That's my new theme song right now. Okay, yes. 
All right, guys. Let us know what you think of this episode. Yes. Um, let us questions. give us a um a story of a time that you stepped out of the box, or how do you kind of, not even that. Tell us what you do to actually stay outside the box and not enter back in. Because I feel like there's been times when I've been going in and out and I want to stay out. Mm. So I'd like out. to know too. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Help us out. <laughs> this episode has just wrecked my life. So. I know, like, this is a whole read on us. You be the <laughs> parents episode when we read the parents? Now? Now we're reading each other. Yes, we just got... We got, we just got our whole life. <sighs> but we got a new song though. Okay, you, you sing it Wait, and then we can leave. Believe it? Receive it, achieve it. Believe it, receive it. Hey, achieve it. Hey, receive it. Hey, achieve it. Hey, see you next week, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs>